that's how we start. Welcome to Between the Sheets. The brushes. Between the brushes. <laughs> oh my god. I probably shouldn't have had those two shots um mm. right before. I probably should have waited like somewhere in Who between. Been drinking? <laughs> Not me. Not I. Alright, don't on yourself. <laughs> Okay. So it's be- between the brushes with Raven and, and Irene, aka Strokes. That's probably why it said sheets. <laughs> so you get to put my real name out, but you're not gonna say your real name. Ravy, Ravy is Raven. Yeah, Ro- <laughs> Raven. Roxy was my stripper name. Okay, <laughs> he was a stripper. That's the story for First another of all, time. We're getting off topic. So. Right. Anyway, we're a podcast for artists by artists. Raven and I paint and stuff like that. Also, right. Um, you can find us on Instagram. Raven, what's your Instagram? Ravy, R A Y V, three eyes. Triple I, Ravy. And you can find me at uh, Strokes and Quotes, just like that, plain and simple. Um,. Yeah, so we're here at the office, aka also corporate thug in media. So if you're interested, Woo-hoo. yep, in uh, doing any podcasts, graphic arts, videography, it's here at six three six three Richmond Ave in Houston, and you can find them at corporate media thuggin on Instagram, just like hey, that. Thuggin, thuggin, yep, thuggin because we do thug shit here. <laughs> I paint. I don't know about them. But we're we're. Uh, would would you call it like thug artists? No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> not at all. No, no artist is a thug. Don't believe it. I'm pretty sure there's some thug artists out there. We're gonna find them. We're gonna bring them on the podcast. I'm like, see, thug artists right there. That would be excellent. I'm pretty sure there's some trap artists out there. It's some some trap guys. Yeah, or girls, yeah, girls, <laughs> or girls, right? Because doing things we're and not, painting. We're not sexist here. Everyone gets the same treatment, where we treat you like you're nobody, but you are somebody. Everyone equal. is somebody. Okay. Why? Everyone, Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nobody. Okay, so, Raven. Raven, ooh, tell us I a little bit about yourself. First. Yes, you do. That is me. Um, so what do you want to know? You want, what do you want to tell us about yourself? Okay, I'll ask you some questions. Great. There we go. So what's your favorite part about being an artist? My favorite part about being an artist is... Um, Let me think about it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I like to be able to express myself freely. You know, I don't got to sit and think about it. Like, I could just do whatever. This is me. This is bravey. You know what I'm saying? So I like that creative freedom of being an artist. Like, um, because it really anybody can be an artist. It's really about your expression and, you know, how you want to put it out there, like music or poetry or, you know, anything. So I'm glad, you know, I got gifted in being a painter because, I mean, I can either do abstract or I can make something where you understand. I was about to just bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I'm glad I was gifted with great hands. You know what I'm saying? So I like to express myself for you. Yeah, because you can draw. Like, you can actually draw. See, I'm not a, I'm not a drawer. See, and that's another beautiful thing. People can do things that other people can't. 
So it makes you stand out, kind of, because I mean, it's always people that's gonna be like, well, right? Because you have your like your specialty. So what would you say like your specialty is? Like what what do you think that you've mastered so far? Honestly, I thought I would never paint. I never thought about it. Never crossed my mind. I was always a drawer, like since I was little. It was like this really old show that for some reason nobody knows what it what, is. What show? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's called Pappy Land. What? What is tell me about Pappy Land. So Pappy Land Sounds was like dirty. If, of course you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> Irene, let's get back to art. <laughs> so Pappy Lynn was a show. It was like this really old guy. And he had paintbrushes and pencils and stuff in his house. And everything was like alive. And so he would go outside to his yard and he would draw a picture. And he would show you how to draw it. He would do step by step. And it would come alive and like just walk like or do something on the picture. And so I would sit there and I would draw with him. All the time, but nobody never knows about this show. That is so cool. I feel like that's a mashup between like Bob Ross and Blues Clues. Yeah, basically. And Blues Clues was my show. <laughs> Blues Clues was everybody's show. I feel right. like I feel like if you didn't know how to draw, you learned on Blues Clues. Right. So Pappy Lane was kind of like that, but it was kind of like realistic because it was a real person. Not a, like well, Blues Clues had a real person too. But anyway. <laughs> But if you look it up, it's called Pappy Land. I am. I'm gonna and it's so old, but you're going to see what I'm talking about. I'm going to tell my kids about that. <laughs> yeah, they might start drawing. That's exactly how I started. But I never thought about painting in my life. So, like, you have, like, a, a very distinct style. Like, so how did you learn or, like, when did you develop your style? Because I'm sure, like, you started off doing something at first and then now you grew into what? You mostly paint all the time. Yeah. So my mind is always everywhere. <laughs> but I'm sure every artist can agree with that. So, you know, you sometimes just got to pick one. Just pick an idea. Just put it out there. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it would be, be like so much going on at the same time. That's why my art is really kind of like everywhere. That's why my style is like hard to explain. But how I got inspired to even do kind of what my style is, like the boldness of my lines. Um, I really love graffiti. Even though I haven't did street art yet, I was always inspired by graffiti because, like, you know, you can go to jail for that. <laughs> and I feel like if you're, like, risking your talent to, like, do art on, like, public places, like, to me, that I was like, that is amazing. <laughs> and so I always just love the expression of graffiti art. And so I think that's why I use such, like, boldness in my art because it reminds me of graffiti. And that's how I really got into art because I was like, they expressing themselves on public places. And when they can, if they get caught, they're, they're, it's a charge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you're risking that. So I really love that risk that you take to just express art. So that's really what inspired me to paint. So basically, if I give you some spray cans, you're going to be a thug artist. Oh, that would make me a thug artist. <laughs> that would. <laughs> and I'll be a thug artist. You're going to be a oh thug. My God. <laughs> well, let's get started. <laughs> so, like, Pappy Land got you started, like, when you were a kid. Yeah. But um, what made you say, like, okay, I'm going to start painting and I'm going to start selling these paintings? Like, what was that Ooh, staple in that, life? That's actually a good question. So, I would, like, doodle all the time. And so, I'll put it on my Snapchat. And... This random guy 
his name is Austin. I know this now. But he was <laughs> like, you should try painting. And I'm like, first of all, I went to color my drawings. Why would I paint? Like, <laughs> that is not me. You know, I don't use colors. So, and then I was like, I draw. What I'm going to do with some liquid type thing or something. So, he was like, just take it. I was like, it's free. I'm going to take it anyway. Okay, cool. So, I was like, so I got the box. It had like canvases and an easel. I didn't know none of this stuff. And so, um... What was crazy was I had felt so incomplete. Like, I did photography and everything. I was good at it, but I was like, I need something more creative. Because like, if you guys don't know, Raven is super tall. How tall are you, Raven? I'm six foot. <laughs> <laughs> That's six feet, in case you didn't hear that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I get the package, and it has, like, art and stuff in it. Acrylic, of course. That's what I paint with. Um... And I was like, okay, I'm going to try this. And my first painting was on three different canvases connected. And I made roses connect on three different canvases for my first painting okay. ever. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> what, what inspired you to paint three roses connected? Honestly? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. But. I just seen three canvases and I was like, well, we're just going to put these together. And <laughs> what I'm going to connect it with? Mm, well, roses seem pretty easy. So I was like, I'm connected with roses. I didn't even know about background and how to use a paintbrush or anything. Like, it really just was like magic. And I was like, oh my gosh. So you never. And I felt complete after that. And I was like, I'm going to do this. So you never took any like art classes or anything like that in like high school, middle school? I mean, everybody take like a little art class in like elementary or something. But you know, nobody takes that serious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was just in there because I had to be in there. So what stands out to you from elementary art class? Well, whenever you're young, you only think about being an artist as a professional thing so I didn't really think about it I just was like oh this is cool it has colors you know a little water paint or something so I actually like um I don't know why but for me like in in the fourth grade doing like paper mache like necklaces stands out for me I don't know why it's just it's like so weird it was like the most interesting thing for me like taking a piece of newspaper putting glue on it and then making it to a necklace I know it seems so simple but so Irene okay yeah it's your turn <laughs> oh wait I have another question for you another one before I talk about myself oh my god I can talk about myself all day long I have a lot to say you know what I believe you <laughs> I do <laughs> I might have to cut you off for a second. So, like, <laughs> what is your goal as an artist? Like, what Ooh, is... You that, know, that one touched my heart. I'm sure... Thank you. I love touching hearts. In a good way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because everybody has um, goals that they end up setting, even if it's, like, later on. What What is it they you want people to know about your art and what is it what's your goal for people see i really don't like that i don't really like questions where it's like what is your goal what is your goal then you just forget people mm -hmm. let's let's take people out of the equation out of the equation what's your goal so when it comes to goals mm -hmm. i look at goals like okay what i'm gonna do for like this week I'm going to do for this week. So I don't like to plan like goals that are like five years later because my life changes every year. 
So if I had a goal for five years later, it didn't, it didn't change in a year. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to goals, I really like to have my goals set for my days and my weeks. You know what I'm saying? Something where I know like I can make it there. So it's not like that much anxiety. Like, oh, my gosh, I got to be here next year. I got to be here in two years. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when you really go like with the flow or like you playing like weekly, you get more done. Because, like, it's the small things that really matter versus, oh, five, well, what you going to do uh, between there and then? So I really go by weekly goals. So, like, all right, I have this show um, this month. What I need to paint for this to kind of, like, go with the crowd that I'm going to be around or something like that. So my goals are weekly. So, but where I want to be as an artist, like, in the future... Um, I just want people, I just want to make it and be my name to be out there. What's so, making it to you? Making it is, if I'm talking right now, everybody know who I am. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know my name is Ravy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I just want people to like to know my name. Know my name. Okay. You know what I I'm like saying? I like that goal. <laughs> so, and, it, and it's interesting because like you're kind of, so like, <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm th- <clears throat> 32 years <laughs> old. <laughs> you got something It's trust? like when you get to your 30s, it's like you forget how old you are. Um. Anyway, but you're but you're like in your mid 20s. So right now you kind of like go with the flow, and it's like the perfect time to go with the flow because you're kind of really like discovering where the rest of your life is gonna be at. And like I remember being 25. I wasn't doing shit with my life. <laughs> 26, that started changing a little bit. But um, that's nice that you, you know, you have like some goals set and you kind of know where you kind of want to go. And you can go with that kind of flow to end up getting where it is that you want to go. And honestly, I wish I knew a little earlier that I would be an artist. I think everyone says yeah, that. I, it's a I real feeling. It's just be like, oh man, I should have started a long time ago. <laughs> so, but you, I mean, I feel like things come to you when it's time. So that's I'm I'm so glad that you said that. So like we could talk about me now. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about you. Cause cause I feel like I've been talking this whole time. <laughs> I don't even talk that much. So <laughs> I I I agree with you. Like I wish I would have known when I was younger. So like for me, when did you start? So for me, and how did you start? So for me, I I like. So as I started painting now, like I feel like I started looking back at my life and I start like reflecting, like when is it that I started liking this shit? Like why why is it that I like this and why does it feel like I'm so comfortable here? You know, I feel like every time I paint, like it's the only thing that doesn't disappoint me it doesn't matter what I paint it could be like not the best painting in the world it could be like a concept painting and I just did something real quick just to see like what it may look like on a bigger canvas and I'm never disappointed so um you know and and being (laughs) 32 years old like you start like reflecting back on your life a lot and so when I was younger I always was writing but I wasn't just writing. Like, I always had diaries. I didn't just write. I drew in them all the time. Like, I, I scribbled in them. I drew in them or whatever. So I can, like, I feel like that's when I started to like art. But, like, so 
my mom, well, I'm Puerto Rican, and my mom came from Puerto Rico with two kids, and then she had me when, once she was over here. And so as a, a she's basically an immigrant, right? Even though Puerto Rico is a, a U.S. territory. She, like, basically only worked corporate jobs. You know, she had to work. You know, she was a single mom. Um, she, I remember my mom always worked a nine to five, five days a week all the time. And so as I grow older, I learned that my mom actually wanted to be an architect. And yeah, so she, my mom could like literally, what? yeah, she can like build you a house. And for me, that shows some kind of creative, you know, aspects because you need some creative shit in order to know how to build a house besides you know like math and, Facts, and shit I like can't that build a house right and um in case n- no one knows like you can if you draw well you can actually get a job as a a blueprint like you can sketch blueprints like that's an actual job and it's like an entry job so if you're good at sketching or whatnot like you don't you want a job in the art field that's something that you can actually look for and it's an entry job they actually pay like 15 dollars an hour and it's not that terrible um so i feel like even though no one actually i do have one cousin who is an artist she actually in puerto rico went to art school and like her artwork is known in Puerto Rico. And, um, but besides that, no one else in my family is actually creative. They work more corporate jobs and they do things like they went to school for like psychology and biochemistry. And it's weird because, like, I also love science, but I get disappointed in that area because science just teaches you how shitty fucking life is anyway um <laughs> it does it really does but um oh my god <laughs> so like on the creative aspect um as i grew up so so i would like write in my diary and stuff like that and um and i would draw and it was more personal to me and since it, more so because everyone in my family was kind of worked corporate jobs so i was kind of embarrassed to show like a creative side of me I remember one time I was like probably uh, I want to say I was like nine years old no I don't even want to say I was that young I was a very rebellious child okay um I feel like I feel like that's where my creativity came from but whatever anyway um my (laughs) she was very (laughs) She was very concerned about the things that I wrote down and the things that I was drawing because I always had a thing for, like, anatomy, you know, because I also worked in a medical field. That's really important when it comes to art. It is. And I don't know nothing. It is. And I I didn't understand it at that time. Like, I was drawing, like, anatomy in my diary. You're a nerd. I am also. But that is so cute. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, she was very concerned about. And then what she did was she exposed my diary to like. What? <laughs> to like. It was like my brother, exposed, my sister. Yeah. It was like my brother, my sister, my uncle. <laughs> it's like two uncles in a room. And she read my diary and showed everyone my drawings and my pictures. And so oh, we would have had to fight. Yeah. So no, actually what 
what that made me feel was embarrassed and it made me retract and draw into myself. So I stopped drawing and writing after that time. And I just focused on like sports. Like I was just, I played sports when I was younger. Really? Yeah. I was, I'm a very avid swimmer. Actually, if you know who Cullen Jones, if you know who Cullen Jones is, I used to be faster than him anyway. But, ooh, shave. Yeah. He was in the Olympics. (laughs) Anyway, no, no one's gonna care. No one Somebody knows who that is. Find this man and tell him to watch the broadcast <laughs> because she got on your ass. I don't mean that, Cullen. I'm sorry. Um, it's already done. <laughs> <laughs> he knows I was. He knows. Okay. I was so anyway, start painting. So actually, um, when I got into high school and I started, like, uh, I had a job, so I stopped being home and I started not giving a fuck about my home because um i don't know about you but i don't really get much support as an artist from my own home they told me give up isn't that like a common thing it's like if they don't understand it then they can't support it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um when i got to high school actually i was i was still extremely rebellious but i was still a nerd and I was still very smart so I went to a science-based high school and yeah we had two like two periods of a science-based class so it'd be like chemistry is gonna be two periods (laughs) right (laughs) so literally the only classes that I would show up to was English chemistry and art class and I had this one teacher Miss Jermaine Miss Jermaine like, I wish I could find her now and tell her, like, look, Mr. Maine, look at all the shit I'm doing. Like, you totally inspired that. Um, and I think once I got into Ms. Jermaine's class and she let me feel comfortable about expressing myself, I was like, okay. So she let me take, like, a piece of, like, wood that was, it was a fucking heavy ass wood, too. It was, like, 30 inches but like 40 inches and I painted Bob Marley on it so (laughs) here's the thing I painted Bob Marley (laughs) on a high for high school (laughs) I did he wasn't smoking weed though in the in in the painting that I did so why did you paint Bob Marley so what I did was the background was um it was the Rastafarian colors the yellow green and red Mm -hmm. and again it said get up stand up and um, I, I just painted a silhouette of his face. And here's the thing, though. Like, I when <laughs> I would get in trouble for wearing Bob Marley shirts to school because they and were either, like, him. all weed signs <laughs> or he was, like, I remember, like, the security guard one time telling me, like, you can't wear that to school. He's smoking Rifa. And I was, like, Rifa? No one said I can't wear this. You're the only one that's trying to send me home. So that made me want to express myself in my art class. And I really wish like I still had that. And I remember this one sculpture I did for my friends. So like in high school, what I would do is for my friends like birthdays and what not. If I anytime I wanted to give them a gift, I would like uh, I would draw them something like I was I'm not the best person to draw like I can't I guess if I took my time I could probably draw but I like to sketch better but I used to draw stuff for my friends and that's like the gifts I used to give them in high school but like I said 
that wasn't what my my family kind of wanted for me. So then um, <laughs> I decided I was going to go to college for a criminal justice slash law. And <laughs> I was still really good at that because I wanted to do forensic science. I still loved anatomy and I really didn't understand why I loved anatomy so much. Um, <laughs> so I was in in college and... Um, all the friends that I started to make actually worked in in the arts. They were either artists or they were fashion designers. So I like got to meet a lot of people that were in the arts. And, and even though I was taking all these like science classes and um, criminal law classes, my favorite classes were still the theater classes. And all my electives, I would choose like art classes all the time. So, like, if I had a chance to take an art class, I would pick that up. And then, you know, I I was still rebellious, so, like, I didn't finish college, and then I was still trying to figure myself out. Um, so, bypass all those years, um, I had kids. I had two kids, and I ended up working in the medical field because I loved anatomy so much. And my favorite classes were anatomy and physiology, of course. And... Um, so it got to a point where, like, I got an opportunity to come move to Texas because my brother um, had lived here for, like, 10 years. And he told me, like, uh, yeah, you could come to Texas. You know, it's better. And I was like, well, you know, I wanted something totally different for my life. So I would have to say that my art selling and trying to be an artist journey actually started at that point because I wanted a whole different life and moving to Texas was because I'm from New Jersey if you can't tell by my Jersey accent yeah Brick City New Jersey Brick City yeah shout out anyway you say you're yeah 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 yeah, like, <laughs> like I could go anywhere and I could say yeah. If I see hear anybody say yeah, I know they from Jersey. Facts. What What does that mean? It's just, it's just a year. Just uh-huh. a year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Year. <Okay. laughs> so, like, coming to Texas, I felt like I I oh, could yeah. be anybody who I wanted to be. You know, I could do just whatever. Just like the weather. Just mm-hmm. like the weather. Okay, right. <laughs> So, um, I actually was working at a lab for my brother, and then I don't even know if I could talk about this, but um, um, he resigned. You think about it. I don't know. I think it's been it's been enough time. He resigned, and they and they let me go. During that time, like I've had a best friend that I've known since I was fourteen, fifteen years old, and like I told you, I used to be like drawing for my friends. So for her birthday, like she likes really personal gifts for her birthday i painted her and which she still has in her house and actually she's my biggest supporter shout out sheree because she's awesome she has like four of my paintings i'm talking to you god damn it um here you need some water (laughs) i got water right here (laughs) so i told you i could talk about myself all day i know i know So actually, after that, I wasn't working for six months. And she told me, like, well, why don't you just paint? And I was like, uh, that's like a thing. Like, people paint. And um, 
it was just me and my kids. So I didn't have no babysitters or nothing. And I had to find art shows and stuff like that. So how'd you find them? I literally went on Instagram and I hashtagged art shows. I did the same thing. Literally. <laughs> literally and then like, at, awesome like once you do it like once or twice like then they just start coming they just it just starts coming and i was like okay so my first art show i did was with um <laughs> all axes art show and it was at the avis center and it was like a 420 uh kind um, of theme of so i i didn't know what i was getting myself into right so i painted something for the theme which was I painted some aliens. This was this is my first like legit painting for like art shows. Is I painted this one alien chick and she had she was holding like a moon and then I painted um two aliens like looking at each other with headphones on and then there was uh music notes uh going in between them and the music notes were actually playing Furlease of cuz I copied the actual music notes of Beethoven's Furlease and um <laughs> so i had like just three pieces of art on like this four foot by four foot uh panel and everyone else there had like huge pieces of art and they were like covering everything and that's actually where i met uh Dwayne jello was there actually I, a couple of the artists that um i know i actually all met there Ophelia i met there i met uh Adriana there. I met Randy there. I met Tristan there. I met Dominique there. What year was this? I met Johnny there. I this old. I think this was two thousand. Shit. I think it was two thousand and seventeen. And I'm sure they will all remember that show. It was like the shittiest show ever. It oh was my god. So <laughs> like they had a bunch of She's people not talking about. Him. Well, <laughs> it's okay. All access. My bad. Um, it's. They're not nothing like that anymore. But, you know, it's awesome because I get to see everyone's growth now. Like, I still know these people and I get to see all their growth, which eventually, hopefully, we'll have all of them on the show and we'll talk about that. They're definitely coming. And so then once I started and actually I have to I have to give it to Dwayne Jello because he always told me, like, you know, just keep going. And because he welcomed me so well, I just kept going. And now I'm here where I get commissioned for my paintings. And that was that's, like two years ago. That's dope. And that's that's where I am now. And then I started developing like uh, my different styles. I actually. What is your style? So actually, I just figured out my style probably last week. Last week, yeah. How long you been painting? But like two years, like actually you been painting for two years, like actually selling paintings. That yeah, for two years now. Yeah. When did you start? Like, how long have you been painting then? So I, I would say high school. I would say high school. I really. How many years is that? I'm 32, girl. I'm old. I already know how long. (laughs) Fifteen years ago, God. Oh my gosh! I'm talking about consistently, painting. consistently, not just when you first pick up the paintbrush. No, brush. for like for like two years, a year and a half. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. I've been painting longer than you. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I started in 2017. Yeah, so it's around the same time. Like three years. Which okay, that's I interesting. That okay, so like what we met like last year. Yeah, yeah. So my style, I would say, is surrealism. 
which is interesting because I see it. Yeah, because I didn't realize that I paint surrealism. Like I like to paint portraits. I can do abstract and I like them all. But like if I do something that's just from my mind, it's definitely surrealism. And so actually some of my favorite artists are surrealists. And I didn't realize that. So one of my favorite living artists are Mark Ryden. And he paints like these pretty okay they're kind of sick so there's he's Mm -hmm. very famous for this one it's called fountain and it's like she looks like a yeah so she looks like a if you find fountain she she's a doll and she's like holding her head and well she's not a doll yeah (laughs) oh my gosh See, that's when we start talking about how artists are weird. That's, that's, that is definitely different. <laughs> but, okay, but look at the dynamic. Like, he uses pastel colors and realism. He so, used pastel? So, it looks like, it looks like kind of innocent, but then, like, if you look deeper yeah. into it, it's kind of mm-hmm. sick, right? Yeah. So, I have to say that, you know, of course, and everybody knows, like, Salvador Dali. And of course, I like Dolly, but I definitely consider myself, though, like a surrealist renaissance woman because I work in science. I work in um, the medical field and I work in art, just like Leonardo da Vinci. He was a civil engineer. He was also uh, he did the Mona Lisa and he was mad into like, you know, uh, numerology and all that stuff. But I would say, like, the living artist, Mark Ryden, is, like, my favorite. He uses, like, pastel colors, and they're real, it looks really innocent. But if you look at it, like, he got this one that's called, like, the meat show, and there's, like, this meat hanging around. And it's, like, little kids. I, it's weird. But it's surrealism. <laughs> it's surrealism. It's imaginative. It's all imagination. And so I feel like that's, that is, that's me. I think that is dope. Yeah, thank you. Especially how you enter like into science and stuff. Yeah, that, and, that really can do a lot to your art too. And I have very vivid dreams when I don't when I don't smoke weed. I have very vivid dreams. Uh. <laughs> I have very like it's been like uh, what, like I, the last how two vivid weeks, like, are your dreams. Oh man, I could tell you a dream one time. Like uh, I had one like of a hurricane passing and then when I opened the door there was like a flood <laughs> god I can't believe I'm a talking about this all out. it was like it was like the water came up to the steps and there was like bodies floating but then when I looked up She's in the crazy. sky I'm these are dreams like you made me it's, tell you this it's in your head <laughs> that is you your head tell you up these dreams. but when but when I looked when I looked at the landscape uh, somebody saved okay. me <laughs> this is you know what though i bet you any artist could be like like i had this weird ass dream about i'm pretty sure all artists have weird (laughs) dreams look what they paint (laughs) exactly exactly but i the the, like the landscape i could remember the colors it was like a bright blue sky when i even though the bodies were floating i'm like you had a bright blue sky sky. there were like mountains it was like i I had to feel i had to feel that I was in Puerto Rico but when I looked up at the sky like the cloud looked like a honeycomb it was like a dark cloud but like from the from the you know holes in the honeycomb it came out bright like like that that's definitely an interesting dream I just told somebody that 
you didn't just tell me. <laughs> Everybody's gonna know your dream now. <laughs> that's fine. That's you fine. got honeycombs with light and dead bodies floating. I promise this you, is I'm my not. Friend, guys. I promise you, I probably watch like too much Dexter or something like that. Dexter, yeah. Does that still come on? No, not I at think all. So. <laughs> So, but you know what? It was awesome, though. I got to meet somebody like you. Oh, I'm special. You are special because I met a lot a of other way, people. But <laughs> <laughs> I met a lot of other people that I'm... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that'll be another show. Anyway, oh, I need but water. so, right. And I met you at the Purple Art Show. So I was actually doing the Purple Art Show because I have a cousin who has lupus. So I was actually donating any purple artwork that I made um, to Lupus. And actually, I I, I did a self-portrait. Um, and it was like a purple background, and she was like blowing out DNA. And it was basically uh, how... I remember that one. Yeah. So it's basically just about how like if the universe is infinite and we're made of the same things as the universe, then that means we're infinite also. Do you know how great... A creative mind is? Yeah. Like, did you just hear what you just said? Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> Somebody listening to this. If the universe is infinite and we're made of the same compounds, then we're infinite also. Like, who just who just thinks about that? <laughs> I'm like, what? That would have never crossed my mind. So that that's really great. That crossed your mind. That's really interesting. And then we went to Applebee's and had $1 zombie drinks. That was us. That was us. The you first day that? we met. And you lived all the way in West Bubblefuck, which you still do. <laughs> I live all the way. I literally live in like an hour. I live like an hour from you. See, that's that in our first day meeting. <laughs> she took me home. <laughs> I took you home. First we got drinks. <laughs> what? That's how I knew it was destined for That's us to how be you here get them. No. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. Pause. Wait. What are we talking about? <laughs> um, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I set the bar high. So, any guys coming out here like, oh my gosh. $1 zombie drinks. <laughs> no. Yeah. Drive, drive oh. an hour. I think I'm about to cry. <laughs> What? That's how you get them. Yeah. What? Let no. me find out who else you're getting over there. No, I haven't just done that kidding. for just you, girl. Oh, no. it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now we're here. I'm surprised we're here too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the first time we met at the art show, she brought me home and we got <laughs> drinks. And. We had zombie drinks that day, and she loves to paint zombies. I do love to paint zombies. So if you would like me to turn your portrait into a zombie, I would love to do that. To me, I feel like weird is a compliment. It is a compliment. But people just look at weird like, I'm not weird. You want to be like normal or something? Like what is normal anyway? Ooh, that's what I asked. I don't know. I literally don't. normal? You know why I couldn't answer that? Because I don't even know what it is. What is normal? I don't even think I meet normal Somebody people. answer that. I need to know the answer because obviously we don't have the answer over there here. There is normal is whatever you make it be. First of all, who even came up with the word? Somebody that invented the English language, which interestingly wasn't an English person. <laughs> Where did you get that from? 
<laughs> we know nothing. <laughs> nothing. But everything at the same time. But, you know, um, I think in both of our stories, uh, we talked about how to get started as an artist. And so you said that you just, as same as I, looked up art shows on Instagram hashtag. So thank, shout out to the internet for right? existing <laughs> and uh, having all this, you know, knowledge at our fingertips, all this information that we can look up. Um, so like when you looked up art shows, um, so when when I looked it up, I I literally I just picked one and I googled the address and I was like, okay, well this is close enough. Oh, I have to. So my thing is, um, there's like a dynamic between like, do you have to pay to show your art or do people have to ask you to come show your art, right? So like. You do a lot of uh, live symphony paints, right? Yeah. So how did you get started with that? Like, how did people start asking you to come, hey, come sit here at um, this event I'm having and start painting? So it was this artist named Andre. Um, Andre! Artistic mind. Oh, what's up, Andre? And yes. I did the creepiest thing. <laughs> so let's start there. Okay. Um. So... I was at a point where I was just taking risks. So, cause I was like, you know what? I only got one life. So why not take risks? If I fail, I fail. I learned something. If I don't, I succeed. So I was like, I, that's when I started painting. And so I had seen him on Instagram and I seen that he lives paint. Like, well, he live paint. I said that so wrong. <laughs> so I went to the show. Actually, I got invited by a, a singer to go to the show, but I knew the artist. Because you, you used to model. Yeah. Okay. So um, I get to the show. I'm like, okay, this is when the creep part comes in. <laughs> I DM him on Instagram, right? While you were at the show? I was at the show. Looking <laughs> at him paint. So you were looking at him and you sent him, him a message on and Instagram. I said, guess what I said? What did you say? I like your shirt. No. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. I really did that. So he's looking around like, is this girl here or something? So he finally like gets up and he walks. <laughs> and I'm like, hey. And he's like, oh, okay. So I told him like, you know. Which Raven is six foot tall. Right. So, and Andre, Andre like is six, like six five, five. six six. <laughs> so I'm just, sorry, Andre, if I said you're shorter than so you So we're are. just like two big people just painting. Anyway, so, <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I want to do what you're doing. And he was like, okay, well, I'll ask Kevin. Kevin was the, the whatever you call them people. Oh, awesome. So, um, so what made, what, at that point, like, what made you want to do what he was doing? Like, because, what, what attracted you to that? So, I'm really like a closed in person. I'm really closed in. So, I was like, if I'm taking risks, what be not like, because I don't want people to watch me paint. Mm -hmm. So, I was like, risk I'm gonna do something I, I would never do so I was like okay if I get in front of the audience start painting that's something like total opposite for me so I was like I'm gonna do it and so I told him to tell him and show him my art and say if I can come and paint up here and he shows him my art or whatever and he says no <laughs> now imagine being an artist I'm just starting and everything and I get a no Right? What? I cried. I would. I would have cried. I would have cried. I cried, but guess what? I did. I went back up there the next week, and I talked to him myself, and I was like, "Hey, I'm the artist you said no to." 
He's like, da 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 da. Anyway, so the next week he was like, come next week, you can paint. And so I was like, whoa, I did it. And so I went and I started live painting up there every Tuesday. It was um, Speakeasy Tuesdays. And I met all my my beautiful friends, Slabs, Rochelle, and K-Smooth, and Levon. Shout out to all of them. Anyway, yeah. so I started with them three years ago. And I guess from people going and seeing me live paint there. So I just started getting people to ask me, okay, can you live paint this event? Can you live paint this? And like um, some people that I met, they'll do shows and be like, hey, you want to live paint? Or stuff like that. So shout out to everybody who contact me from just knowing me from Speakeasy. So that's really how I started live painting. That that's pretty dope. That's so you took a big risk. You did something that like you were afraid of doing and it gave you this awesome outcome. That's mm-hmm. great. That's great. And so that that's like a, a way you can get started. So uh, I, I would say, like, definitely risk-taking is is a big thing. Like, something you think you wouldn't do, just try to do it as as an artist, even, even when it comes to, like, painting and stuff like that. So I like to do, like, mixed media. So sometimes I just throw shit on a canvas and I just try it out to see how it's going to look. And it actually helps me develop my skill because then I realize, like, oh, I kind of like doing this and I'm kind of good at doing this also. And so I think that comes in when uh, you have to master a skill because as an artist, like you learn what you're good at and you master it. So I would say like some artist tips on like how to get started is first of all, just, just start creating. Just do whatever is on your mind. Like my first paintings, my first three paintings from like here. Um, at, like first I started painting just because I wanted to fill my walls. Actually, um, I follow Amanda Seals on Instagram and there, she made a post. She also has a podcast, which is kind of cool. And now she's on um, The Real. So it's nice to see like that development and growth in people also even if they're people you don't know as celebrities or whatnot. But I remember she made a post and she was talking about the art on her walls because she was always recording herself in her apartment. And all the art on her walls were her paintings. And I was like, oh shit, like I want to do that. I want to have all my art on my walls. And so I started painting some things and actually now that I look back on them, they were super surreal. And then that's when I painted for my friend and I look back on it and I'm like, I grew so much from that. And it was just because I just kept creating whatever the hell I wanted to. And that I ended up developing and mastering uh, what I created. So I would say like the first way to get started as an artist would just be like, just create. Because from there, then you're going to know your audience. You're going to know who's looking for like, what you have and that's like really important because you don't want to pay attention to the people that don't want what you have you want to pay attention to the people who are looking for what you have to give and um you know when you got that no everyone gets no's all the time yeah and 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 you kind of have to have a thick skin being an artist especially if it's something that like you're creating and it's personal to you and 
um, you know, it, it came from your mind. And, and I think as artists, a lot we're misunderstood. I feel like that's why artists are sensitive about their shit. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, and people always want to know like, oh, what does your art mean? What is, you know, and I feel like uh, as time goes by, it actually means different things. And I've had a person. sometimes it means nothing. And sometimes it means nothing, but you know what? I just thought it was cool. I've had a person walk up to my art and be able to point out a piece of me in every single artwork, even if I thought it was nothing. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize that I put that part of myself into my artwork. And you don't even know me, but you were able to point that out. That's really interesting. Yeah. So I always. Y'all better go point at my art. Better (laughs) find me in there. Just, you know, so if you're looking and like you want to be an artist, you want to get started as an artist, just create and find your audience, find your people. Experiment. That that understand you, that, you know, um, don't see you as misunderstood. Or sometimes you just let people create their own story. Never compare yourself either. No, never compare yourself. Don't do that. No. no, because it's it's an expression and we're all people are all different. So it may be you may have similar styles, but you express yourself in a different way. Mm-hmm. And you don't try. Don't stretch yourself. Don't try too hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't try too hard. There's people that just throw paint on canvases and that's how they express themselves. Yeah, but that's it's still beauty. But I mean, don't yeah. be like, oh, my gosh, this line is not straight. Right. Art is imperfect. I, I, and that's what I love about it. I have a problem with that. You, I already know. <laughs> I feel like I can't draw a straight line for shit. Like, shoot, the line know me straight. I'd be like, well, that's art. <laughs> but it makes sense for me because I'm a I'm like a naturalist and, and nothing in nature has straight lines. So fuck it. Anyway. Right. That's why your eyes are two different sizes. Exactly. <laughs> Don't know why I said that, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Nothing is equal. So, and I think something else that's important is networking. Oh, that's really big. I mean, that's your whole life. You're going to network till you die. <laughs> Literally, it has to become like second nature to you. And it's almost like anywhere that you are out, you can be. So what I started to do when I, when I first started painting, I, I literally talked to everyone about my art. And it's, you know, it's not just ne- networking. Like, I literally <laughs> love art. I talk to my coworkers about my art. I talk to them more about my art than I do about my my job and my work. So you heard what your friend said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I also like, even if I, if, even if I go to a restaurant, it, it doesn't matter where I am. If I'm the cashier that's ringing me up, the person that's looking for a bar of soap at at the pharmacy, like, I'm going to bring up my damn art to everyone. Like, as many people as I can talk to, I don't care. Like, if I always try to, like, if I get that feeling like, hey, just talk to this person, I just do it. Like, I just go for it. And that's part of networking. It's not just, oh, this person, this important person, I got to try to get the attention of this important person because they're famous or whatnot. Because truly, the people that work behind these people who are famous and important, you might see them out and about and they look like they're nobody. And those are the people that actually can get you places. 
and the people who actually want to work with you and the people who actually spend their money on art. And it also depends who you want to cater to. You know, do you want to cater to the fine artists? Do you want your art to be in museums? Do you want uh, your art to be like home decor? You know, um, all, all those things are different parts of the artistry. And I think uh, right now we have a very big developing entrepreneur kind of um, time period yeah. because mostly like back in the day, if you wanted to be an artist, you had to know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody in order to get into a gallery or in order to get into like, if we talking like Basquiat, like Basquiat, uh, since everybody knows about him, like he started off, he was doing just like post. First, he started off with writing Samo everywhere, and then people, you know, graffiti and writing Samo everywhere gets you known. And then he started creating postcards. And then all he did was he gave Andy Warhol his postcard, and Andy Warhol was like, "Okay, this is cool." Like all he did was walk up to him in a restaurant, give him his postcard. Andy Warhol was like, "Okay, this is cool. I'm gonna befriend him." And then Basquiat being like nobody he made himself look like somebody everywhere he was and he would talk to everybody and he would go to all the the you know artist parties and stuff like that and you know that's how he started getting known so it's just basically just networking networking is not just talking to important people but just talking to everybody period and if you're really passionate about your art you're going to talk to everybody period right yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah. We're talking about art over here. <laughs> so, like, we also, on this podcast, we want to make sure that we're giving lots of value to the artist community. We don't, you know, there's so many podcasts that just, you know, it's just people giving their opinions and just, just whatnot. So, we want to make sure that you guys get some value from this. So, let's talk about, like, some art tips. So, like, I have something, um, stealing versus inspiration. Which is a big, big thing because there are many artists who steal. And um, there is a big difference between stealing and inspiration. So what do you, what would you say stealing and ins- the difference between stealing and inspiration is to you? Well, stealing is just taking the whole image and that. But inspiration... Like, so what is stealing? Like, what is taking the whole image? Like, like break Basically, it down. Basically, you copied and pasted on the canvas. <laughs> okay. So, people do do that, and then they add, like, their own touch I to mean, it. You know what I'm I saying? I mean, I understand so, now. You can remix it. Remixing is instilling. Okay. So, how, like, let's say it was um, the Mona Lisa. What would be the difference between stealing the actual image of the Mona Lisa versus being inspired by it? So... Like, just doing the realistic Mona Lisa will probably be stealing. But if you take the Mona Lisa and you turn it into a cartoon, boom. That's inspired. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, remixing art is not stealing because it don't look like that at all. (laughs) But if you just really copy and paste it, yeah, you definitely stole it. Like, all the shading and it looks just like the Mona Lisa. It's definitely stealing. Take it and make it a Marvel character, and then boom, you remix it. It's no longer the Mona Lisa. <laughs> okay, now okay, that's, but you get the picture though. You that's, know? that's that's a good one. So, um, 
there, there's another artist out there. Uh, his name is Andre. Also, oh, all these Andres. art by art by Dre, and oh, um, I love him. Yes, so I like his his take on the Mona Lisa. Also, and he he likes to remix. Yeah, um, he does a great job at remixing. Yeah, he likes to remix like Shout older out to works. Art by Dre. Yeah, and um, his actual um, I like one of him which. Damn, I can't remember who it was by, but it's like uh, the woman and the man in the pitchfork. He actually, and they have like the like the circles in the face, and it's like, and it's like after I can, he actually yeah. that he actually that's inspired by two different artists because see remixing. Damn, I'm I'm fucking up because I don't I'm terrible at remembering names, and um I will definitely plug in these names next time. Um, but there's another artist that actually paints their faces that way. He actually did the cover of one of Kanye's um, album covers. Yeah. So he took that and you know an old artwork and he remixed it. And I think that's um, that that's definitely inspiration. And um, so I would say like you can also steal ideas. You know, it's not just. Um, stealing the actual visual yeah. image but you know um the concept like if you're painting in 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 a point that's you're taking someone else's style like i feel like there's nothing new under the sun your style somebody already came with it. van gogh already came up yeah. with that like it, you can't say this anything is, you do has already been done. It, and if you don't say like this is Van Gogh inspired, I'm gonna look at you like I know that you know that everyone knows that Van Gogh came up with that technique, and that's not just all you. You know, yeah, you may may come up with the concept of you know the visual parts, but. Don't give yourself that much credit because you know that you took that technique and then you decided to make something visual for yourself. Really nothing is new. Isn't No, nothing not at all. New. And so there is a book that actually does uh, try to teach you a little bit of how to steal like an artist. It's because funny because that is the thing. <laughs> it is still like artists oh you, we just he, some thieves in a veneer the aka inspiration <laughs> oh look right? that'll make us thugs right <laughs> and, i'm just kidding damn does that make us thugs no we're not talking about we're this. over here jacking <laughs> jacking people's oh no jacking people's styles definitely i would say i'm a salvador dolly thug for sure and i would that and uh, so, "Steal Like an Artist" is by Austin Kleon. It's a very short, cheap book. So, if anybody wants to uh, read it, How I would much recommend. Is it? It's like ten bucks. I, I think oh. I bought it for like uh, twelve bucks at mm. FedEx. I found it at FedEx. So, it's a really good, good book. And um, so, and then so another, I think, uh, artist tip is like you were saying, take risks. Yeah. Take. As many risks as you can. And don't be afraid to fail. Failure is like life. Like, if you are afraid to fail, like, you definitely... I almost said the stupidest thing ever. What? I love to fail. <laughs> what? That no. might be the smartest thing ever. But I mean, I've learned so much from failing. I mean, how else are you going to learn? Facts. Right. So, I like... I love uh, Gary Vee. He's a 
motivational speaker entrepreneur i actually like him because he's from jersey and he talked like me she so only likes him because he's from jersey and, the, and he be cursing <laughs> and like i so so like coming from jersey to texas i get like oh you're so aggressive and i'm like mm, you, you, you are about? kind of aggressive <laughs> I'm I'm so soft though, so please don't hurt my feelings. Yeah, you you are a teddy bear at the same time. <laughs> exactly, and that's that's the New Jersey in me. But there's something that he he um he always says that got him to the where he's at, and it's basically that like he loves the journey. He loves failing because failing helps him become successful. And everything that got me here today was all a risk. Yeah. All risk. For sure. That's a, I would have never knew I could paint if I didn't take the risk. Right. I never knew I could be a model if I didn't take the risk. I would have never knew anything if I didn't take risks. So we wouldn't even do it in this podcast if, if we, we didn't did, take did a risk. <laughs> <laughs> so I really feel like taking a risk is a really big thing when it comes to artists. Meaner, meaner, Yeah, meaner. actually. So <laughs> um, is anything you want to add? Huh? Anything you want to add? Huh? Anything you want to add? I mean, I feel like that was a good cover for the first podcast. Yeah, Bird, I think that uh, we definitely added some value. We told people about ourselves. And I hope y'all get ready for the next podcast. And we're talking about dating an artist. What that's oh like. my gosh, that's a long podcast oh right there. Oh my god. No, oh actually my that's god. really important. Full of egotistical and narcissism. That's actually a good question. Can you yeah. date an artist if you're not an artist? Right. Can you understand an artist if you're not an artist? That's a good thing yeah. to hey, artist is something to do with. <laughs> so make sure y'all tune in with me and Ravy. We're gonna Again. find out dating an artist. You what can- is that like? <laughs> Again, you can find me at strokes and quotes, just spelled like that. If you don't know how to spell, just Google it. You'll find me. I hope you know how to spell stroke. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at Ravy, R-A-Y-B, three I. You know what I'm saying? You got to put the three because you put the two, you're going you gonna to find a catfish. You're going to find a catfish. <laughs> <laughs> you'll see my art. You'll know it's me. What? I like that.